Hello everybody, my name is Ron and this is Ron's Gadget Talk for August 12th, 2020. Today is Wednesday and obviously it's in, we're in dead smack in the middle of the week and we have a lot of stories to go through. This will be a bit of a quick episode, so let's get right into it. So yesterday, Xiaomi did a bit of an event celebrating 10 years of its existence. And at the same time, we're talking a lot about how Xiaomi has has basically been around for a decade and has changed the world of consumer electronics completely and absolutely has become one of the top players in smartphones, wearables, IoT. And I can kind of imagine how it's gone yesterday. I haven't watched the event because it was obviously in Chinese and I didn't know what was happening. But uh, uh, Xiaomi kind of... Uh, released some new devices to celebrate the whole 10th anniversary the first is this really cool flagship phone uh, the a new variant of the mi 10 series it's sort of a continuation it ain't it's it ain't a plus it ain't a pl pro plus max it's a mi 10 ultra uh and it's got a whole lot of 120. now what's this now when i why i say 120 is because it, it uses that number a lot and the specs have this number and uh, boy, do the Chinese love uh, to put numbers in everything. So if you have seven, you're lucky. I mean, if your product has seven in it, you would sell like hotcakes. Well, without going on explaining the whole concept of luck and stuff and, and all that good luck. And I mean, let's talk about the Mi 10 Ultra. So the Mi 10 Ultra is this all new flagship phone from Xiaomi. Uh, now, when I say 120, it has 120x AI super zoom camera, 120 hertz refresh rate with 10-bit color depth. Uh, reading this off their blog post, 120 watt wired flash charging, which I think already is very fast for what it is. And obviously, uh, well, it I mean, they got the DxO certification of 130 points. So it essentially, it's one of the best smartphone cameras. Um, about fast charging and it's thing about Xiaomi phones, if you know them very well, they have very, very good fast charging. Uh, it's got 120 watt fa wired fast charging, 50 watt wireless charging and 10 watt reverse wireless charging. We're talking flagship, flagship monster, not even flagship killer, monster, pretty much. So in terms of looks, the Mi 10 Ultra is a bit like the recent Vivo X50 or the Huawei P40. It's got this mad back and kind of this chamfered edges and stuff and it's kind of curved on the back and stuff and it's got like four cameras and the zoom sensor is like clearly highlighted out there i mean huawei started this trend of having big zoom cameras and then having it like right there prominently you can't miss it and everyone's copying it now i mean even i mean apple's gonna have super zoom sensors soon i mean so in actually speaking of the cameras uh, it has a sony imx the main sensor is a sony imx 586 sensor it supports 8k video recording uh, and it can do beautiful night shots to highlight deals without overexposure, even in low lighting, thanks to 1.6 micrometer 4-in-1 super, super pixel uh, sensor. Basically, the main sensor, which is a hundred, uh, which is a 48 megapixel super sensor. It can turn four pixels into one, pretty much, and it can make it pretty crispy. And um, it has four cameras. Speaking of that, a 48 megapixel super camera. Super sensor, sorry, 128 angle, 128 degree, sorry, ultra wide angle camera, 12 megapixel portrait uh, sensor, and 120x ultra zoom camera. Uh, super, super crispy cameras. Again, flagship monster. That's all I'm trying to say. The ultra, forget the name scheme, it's a flagship monster, hands down. 
being a bit of a show me fan this is absolutely a flagship monster um i mean it's got optical image stabilization which is nice uh and the 48 megapixel sensor is actually a one uh by 1.32 inch sensor which is massive a uh, one inch sensor is ridiculously massive and uh, it's it's certified with dxo mark uh being standing at 130 points uh kind of test to how good the camera is they haven't put any sample photos but I can already look at the specs and say it's probably really good. Uh, now, I don't think megapixels matter anymore. Now it's more about computational, computational AI photography or to keep it a bit relevant in the world of Chinese smartphone brands, AI processing. Huawei is leading the way here and Huawei's P40 Pro. I mean, if the sensors are good, any good really, it's just because of the AI sort of. So I think they probably should just put some AI into the camera sensors and it would probably be crispy. Uh, but I'm sure they probably have good, they, for them, they, they have good sensors on their hands. And another uh, flagship monster element is the charging. I already mentioned it. It's, it's actually a 4,500 milliamp hour battery. Uh, it, can do, it can charge in three various modes, double pump charging, direct charging, and normal charging, uh, which can switch depending on heat. It connects to 98.5% ultra-high conversion, efficiency charge pumps, basically parts of a cell, uh, two dual cells sort of in a bat single battery. But I looked at the pictures online, it looks a bit tiny, sort of squeezed between the big camera and stuff. Um, I'm, sure, I'm sure they have done a bit more work on it before introducing it. But uh, basically the battery, it's not that massive, but it has very, very fast charging and it can basically charge really quickly uh, basically uh, it can basically less than half an hour you can have a full charge uh, using wired in with wireless charging you get a full charge in 40 minutes not bad oh, oh and and i forget i forget to mention the mi 10 ultra is the first phone that will have a mass-produced graphene graphene based li lithium ion battery which means that it'll be more efficient and it'll can reach higher voltages. It's a bit like a gallium nitrate being used in phone chargers, and that boosts voltages. This is serious innovation. And of course, uh, in terms of screen, it's pretty crispy and beautiful, curved, 1 billion colors, 120 hertz refresh rate, and stereo speakers, probably the earpiece and the down-firing speaker combined, making a pretty powerful sensor. Uh, sorry, powerful speaker, sorry. Um, it's got Snapdragon 865, UFS 3.1 storage, and LD, uh, and um, and has, and it's, uh, it comes starts at eight gigabytes of RAM, going up to sixteen gigabytes, and has a max storage of five hundred twelve gigabytes with a starting config of five one hundred twenty gigabytes. The phone will start from five five thousand two hundred ninety nine yon RMB, or RMB, which roughly translates to seven hundred sixty four dollars. Uh, and can obviously go up to a thousand dollars. This is the Mi 10 series this is gonna be the ultimate premium phone uh, The thing that a bit ironic is this uh, unless people ask for it really if everyone I mean guys I mean if you really want the Mi 10 Ultra you're gonna pay for it and you're gonna spend a thousand dollars Do go on Twitter and like tweet back and show me and say hashtag release Mi 10 Ultra worldwide Do that if you want to but it'll all be available in China because uh, and it'll and it's already gone available on pre-order and you can purchase it from August 16th so pretty pretty cool and obviously because they're not gonna do they can now do 120 watt fast charging and 50 watt hang on is it 50 watt hang on 
Uh, yes, sir. 50 watt fast charging. 50 watt wireless fast charging. You can get a fast wire wireless charger. God, uh, so much to get to here. 55 watt wireless charging stand. Not that bad. And it's obviously going to be cheap given Xiaomi. So very good value. And especially looking at the Note 20 these days. Look, comparing it to the Note 20, it's no competition. This is a flagship monster. So that's the Mi 10 Ultra for you guys. I mean, I mean, if you can buy it from China, I'm sure the GearBest and AliExpress will have it available soon. But uh, a flagship monster right here, guys. That's all. Moving on to Redmi. Serve so the... Um, I probably have, I don't know what red me really means. I mean, I know what me means on show me red millet. Oh, well, it, it kind of means like a rice. A anyways, anyways, red me also has another phone, obviously, to also celebrate uh, show me being 10 years old at this point. The K30 Ultra is sort of is uh, probably a new flagship K series phone. Uh, let's get just get, get through the specs really it's just another new k30 pretty much like the Mi 10 uh, it has a 120 Hertz AMOLED full-screen display it's got a pop-up selfie camera 64 megapixel quad camera setup dual scary speakers first on a redmi I think uh, a MediaTek Dimensity 1000 plus 5g processor uh, and um, and this phone costs under $300 uh, so it uses, so as for the screen, it's 120 hertz, it's got HDR10 plus support. Uh, it can reach up to 1200 nits of brightness. It has a Sam, it's a Samsung AMOLED panel. Uh, and it, it optimizes battery, so it switches between 60 and 120 hertz. Uh, hertz right out of the gate. And, um, and also it's the first Redmi phone with dual stereo speakers. Uh, it has a 7 nanometer Dimensity 1000 plus 5G processor with an Antutu score of over half a million, about 530,000 approximately, and a APU because you just gotta have a processor to do all the AI action. Um, so that's the first phone in the smartphone in the world to do dual 5G standby, which could help, help save battery. Uh, and obviously you can do 5G with that processor out of the gate. Um, and it has a 65 megapixel main camera, 13 megapixel ultra wide angle camera uh, with 119 degrees field of view, 5 megapixel tele macro camera. That's interesting, you know. And 2 megapixel portrait depth camera, basically simple for ca quad camera setup that does wonders. And obviously has some features you'd normally find in flagship, flagship phones until now. It's got 33 watt fast charging, 4,500 milliamp hour battery. Uh, like the Mi 10 Ultra, I'm sure that they obviously uh, also have fast charging and basically have some battery saving functions in the back. Uh, can do NFC, IR blaster, basically useful phone, does a lot for everyday use and starts at roughly $288. Uh, this, this would be around $300-ish, $399 almost, it's 288 so sorry, it's around 300 bucks out of the gate. Uh, so, just another Redmi phone, really cool, but the more interesting thing I think everyone has forgot to see is the, so Xiaomi's been making TVs for many years, and so they launched another new device, but it's a TV. It's the Mi TV Lux Transfer, uh, Lux, 
you know, it's luxury, luxurious. They have really fancy TVs. That a 90 Redmi launched a 98-inch TV, which is phenomenally big, nice. But they made a transparent edition of the Mi TV Lux. It's basically the first mass-produced transparent TV. Uh, it looks really funky and cool. Uh, I mean, I don't know how to pull that off, but it's quite innovative. Uh, so basically. Uh, Xiaomi, has Xiaomi has become the first manufacturer in the world to make a transparent OLED TV. Uh, this has all been the kind of stuff of, you know, signage. This is the kind of technology that's still been in signage displays and, and you know, signage displays and, and, and R&D. And now Xiaomi is basically capable of make, mass producing such a television. It's such impressive how they will do. Basically, it's like this round metal, ba round base and a full glass panel. And then, sort of, in there's obviously projection, sort of, on the circle bit, and so it has this transparent OLED display. So, and uh, it's a 55-inch transparent OLED panel that has a 1500 to 1 static ratio, uh, contrast ratio, an infinite dynamic contrast ratio, offering extra rich blacks and unmatched brightness. It has 93% DCI-P3 color spectrum support. It can, it has, it's a 10-bit panel, so it can do over a billion colors. 120 hertz refresh rate, one millisecond response time for all that gaming action, and obviously has a MediaTek processor because it could do it really well. Um, such a crazy camera and it could do it all the atmos out of the gate uh, and this display the panel sort of where the image is projected and it has a lot of uh, sort of uh, sort of pictures of models standing in front of it you know throwing the ground around showing how transparent it is uh, the panel sort of transparent wise it's 5.7 millimeters um, so it's ultra luxurious and also, they claim it's not as good for homes, it's good for galleries, museums, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, it looks crazy impressive, like, holy moly, like. And also, they've tweaked the MIUI interface, which has also been known as Patchwall. And also, can support always-on display, so you can put stuff on, run stuff on it. You can run art on it, it looks wonderful. Um, let me see, how much would it cost? Oh my god, that's a lot of money. Forty-nine thousand nine hundred. Let me bring the conversion up real quick. So this transparent Xiaomi Smart TV will set you back seven thousand two hundred seven and twenty-seven dollars. Holy cow! Hit seven thousand dollars for a transparent TV. LG got LG ain't got anything on Xiaomi, especially if it's being a transparent OLED TV. Now everybody's everyone's gonna run and launch transparent TVs. This is crazy technology. This is innovation. And Xiaomi is already innovating like crazy, obviously. Smart home, various fitness trackers. They got so much innovation and it looks just marvelous. It's a marvelous piece of technology. And then again, as I'm saying, transparent displays, they've been the stuff of R&D for a long, long time and now they're out on the market. Xiaomi is kind of the first to market with this product. Officially, a retail TV you can buy that is a transparent OLED display for $7,000 plus. Sad news though, it's only going to be available in China as always, so if you really want this TV and assuming everything's alright, why don't you just book a trip to China and bring a big suitcase and just order this TV and then bring it back to where, you've, you, know, where you live. I mean, you definitely should import this if you really love cutting-edge technology. It's the stuff of the future. It's the stuff of Star Trek. 
I mean, I don't know if they had this in Star Trek Enterprise, but <laughs> most fans will know what I'm talking about. But this is crazy, man. All right, and it'll be available from August 16, in case you missed it. All these three products are China only, which is kind of annoying. So that's that, really. Anyways, uh, moving on. Uh, more recent news. This, is ha- this happened just today, pretty much. Microsoft, I think last year they released, they unveiled obviously the Surface uh, Pro 3 or Pro Pro. Uh, let me let me check. All right, I'm just gonna correct myself, pa- past self, and uh, it's actually the, when the Microsoft Surface Pro 7 was unveiled. Microsoft showed off this really cool device called the Surface Duo. Basically, Microsoft's first Android phone. So they want to make an Android phone that has dual display that flips out and can. It's full 360. It's a bit like the LG phones with those dual displays, like the, I forgot, the V50, and they had like a dual display module, or the ROG phone, but those are clip-on, this is built-in. Um, so Microsoft's been working on the Surface Duo for a long time, they've been like saying this is going to come soon, but now, today they've mentioned that it's going to be launching on September 10th, and it will cost, get this, 1,400 USD. Wow, wowzers. More than a thousand bucks for a 360 degree dual screen Android smartphone. This literally costs just as much as a Lenovo, one of those Lenovo Yoga foldable thingies. I don't remember the name again. I'd seen it on the internet. Uh, that's probably the other one I remember because Lenovo makes the Nova stu- uh, Yoga stuff, sorry. And it's foldable. Let me just bring this up here. Um, the X1 Fold, except that this is a folding display, and then this is actually two screens either side, the software wise they're stitched together, and you move it around, it's one display, move it back, it's just one s- display, it's pretty cool. So, uh, it has a selfie camera, it's, it's, they're two ultra thin 5.6 uh, inch AMOLED displays, uh, with a hinge, they now have final specs. And honestly, it's not bad, really. I mean, it's kind of late to the party. Microsoft's kind of late to the party with the specs-wise. Uh, specs wise. Uh, combined, both screens are 8.1 inches. Uh, single screen is 5.6 inch, 4x3, so super productivity-driven. I mean, it's got Android 10, thank God. <laughs> Hopefully, it's upgradable to Android 11. Uh, it's got a 3,577 mAh battery. It's got 128 and 256 gigabytes of storage. Sadly, there isn't any five. It's not in. Doesn't have 5G on it. Uh, hopefully, in the second edition. Hopefully, Microsoft makes another version of the Surface Duo. Uh, it, it it can also use the Surface Pen. So, good business phone. Compa- uh, good. Pretty sorry. Um, kind of crapping out here. Pretty good business flagship competitor to the Note 20. There's a Note 20, and then there's a Surface Pro du- uh, Surface Duo. Um, and Microsoft's gonna flex the Office and Windows 3, Microsoft 365 capabilities. Uh, USB-C it weighs 250 grams. It has 18 watt fast charging. Not bad, Microsoft. I mean, I, I hope it doesn't fail. I really want this to be a popular device. Is, this is a promising little device. Uh, it sadly doesn't have Wi-Fi 6, uh, but as I said, um, Snapdragon 855, 5 point, dual 5.6 inch displays, AMOLED, 11, pic- 11 megapixel front camera again for those juicy, juicy Microsoft team video calls. Uh, <laughs> there are no zoom sensors. Again, it's all about 
having an Android phone and you can do Microsoft Team video calls and you have a beautiful face because productivity. I mean, and it has a fingerprint sensor. I think it's on the side. I don't think there's one in the back or the front. Basically, this is a business flagship powerhouse. It ain't a really an all-rounder like is S20 or a P40 or uh, the Mi 10 or anything like that. This is a business phone. If you have a business and you're looking to buy something from Microsoft, good phone. If, if you can afford, uh, if you're a business and you're buying phones from Microsoft, they sell you, uh, I think if you go to the Microsoft online store, you can buy phones from Samsung and Asus. The RG phone uh, is sold on Microsoft store. Let me, let me find it. Hang on. Let me check if they do sell that. But I do kind of know that the Microsoft store sells uh, micro, uh, Samsung devices. So pretty cool product to get. Um, pretty much it's, it's a good business phone though. I don't, I, I don't think it's an all-rounder really. I think this is also, it's interesting it has Android, but the thing is that Microsoft has, it is really good at Android apps in general, and also there's the whole cloud, Microsoft Teams, Microsoft Office, Office 365, OneDrive, this whole sort of ecosystem, they're betting on that. Those are already used to Microsoft services and they want an Android device, and they're buying from Microsoft. The best bit, if you're in the US, it will work on AT&T, T-Mobile, and Verizon, which is really, really awesome. So, um... Fourteen hundred dollars for hundred twenty gig version, twenty eight gig version. Pretty cool device. Uh, it's not all rounder, but it's really nice. And you could pre-order it starting midnight in Eastern time in the U.S. So if you're looking to buy a phone and you're not, if you're looking to buy a phone, you know, corporate, this is a good phone to get. Definitely. I mean, if you use a lot of Microsoft, then yeah, I mean, go for it. I mean, it really is a productivity machine, like the Surface Pro. I mean, I'd get a Surface Pro for the podcast game because it's compact and has USB-A ports and stuff. So, fun times. And finally, uh, the Sony... Uh, everyone knows Sony. I mean, I mean, they make PlayStation consoles. PS5 is going to come out. They're going to make TVs. They make cameras. And they make audio gear. That's probably all they're making these days. Sony used to make a lot more products than this. And so, um, just... I think this was. I think it's been a week since this broke out, and that Sony is releasing all new wireless noise cancelling headphones. Basically, a new uh, version of the WH-1000X uh, noise cancelling headphones. Probably one of the most popular noise cancelling audio gear in the world, pretty much after the AirPods Pro and the Bose headphones. Uh, quite comforts, and then the AirPods Pro, and then the and then this. Sony's WH-1000X. Uh, Sony's released the WH-1000X Mark IV, which is uh, the latest uh, wireless noise cancelling headphones. Uh, the design is a bit... Now, it's the same old design, but a lot of tweaks from the inside. So, um, everyone knows the Sony headphones. I mean, when it comes to noise cancelling over your headfo uh, headphones, there are probably two options that are very popular, the Bose QuietComforts and then the Sony Devil H 1000Xs. The second and third, the first, second and third and generations have been very popular. I mean, I've been, I think I've been in, I've been at airports, I've been, I mean, um, one trip that I've taken a few months back. Um, I think I've seen a few people around with the, what, the WH 1000Xs, they're very, very popular noise cancelling headphones they're really good quality i mean they've got a they've got i mean noise cancellation it's um i think it's active 
or pass i don't think it's active and so it's really good but also uh it's able to bl block out and filter out certain noises and you can even hold uh, one side of your air cup to um to hear outside noise which is really cool like it's really for uh, everyday use where you are out and about this one though it's a bit smarter pretty much so the wh1000 uh the wh1000x mark fours uh really uh have two ear cup have two microphones at ear cup which are pretty much already used for noise cancelling uh and it has sony's own hd noise cancelling processor god this is, this is some serious stuff the sony qn1 processor uh and then there is a bluetooth audio soc which according to the press release here senses and adjusts to music and noise at over 700 times per second yikes that's a lot of processing um essentially that already have chipsets basically doing applying active noise cancelling and doing it in real time but much more cooler is that um hang on if i can bring this i saw a video i saw a video sort of clip of sort of promo for the whx of a thousand x mark threes uh mark four sorry not the three i've heard i've heard of these headphones since the third generation this is a newer one uh using edge ai dse extreme more accurately rebuilds audio loss during digital compression for full fidelity experience basically get a hi-fi uh high fidelity audio experience with all the processors inside and also all the uh, all the tweaking that sony has done in with the chipset and uh and they have ai also because a lot of products have ai edge analyzes music in real time and recognizes instruments music genres individual elements of each song to restore the high range sounds lost in compression for a richer more complete listening experience to build this ai system sony has worked with sony music studios tokyo sony has a music label pretty massive and, uh, and they've worked with obviously sony music studios tokyo to gather data on music that gar to garner true insight into how specific music signals are processed got so much ai work feels like everything has ai in it and then there is uh, a 360 degree reality audio this is basically a software tweak sort of uh, but you need to have uh, you need to have a specific app and so it'll tweak when you switch it on and it will basically stitch together and create a 360 degree experience so you basically have sounds coming all over and basically stitches the audio together and then there is uh, adaptive sound control a smart is a smart function that senses where you are and what you're doing then adjusts ambient sound settings for the ideal listening experience over time adaptive sound control learns to recognize locations that you frequently visit such as your workplace gym or favorite cafe and tailor sound to suit the situation so if you're traveling you can lose yourself in your dream without with no background noise to interrupt your favorite tracks or if you're walking you can be aware of everything around you while you're still enjoying your music basically and requires the app so if you have it connected to your phone and you've switched the setting on basically know where you're going through your phone and it will adjust audio settings uh how much noise to let in and how much noise to cut out it's kind of smart and then there is a speak to chat so you can actually uh you could start speaking and it will kind of cut out the noise cancellation and the music sort of so it pauses so when you say i'm go i'm getting a latte and uh, can you give me a latte and it cuts out the music and then starts playing after 30 seconds it's kind of smart again smart use of those uh microphones that they have and then it's quick attention mode 
uh, which is basically on the previous uh, variants where you could basically put your right hand on the ear cup and it cuts out and kind of lowers the wo or lowers the music and let's see here uh, any announcements or PA announcements which is kind of cool uh, and then this is Stra, the AirPods pretty much is varying detection uh, actually the thing is that the this is the biggest difference there's a new feature the WH-1000X Mark IVs uh, whereas this Mark III is that it has varying, it has a proximity sensor now and two acceleration sensors so if you pop it out music stops playing and then um, after 15 minutes if there if if it doesn't sense any activity and shuts off completely which means it's pretty uh, smart it would cut out battery life easily uh, it would not uh, reduce battery um, pretty cool so it has proximity sensor so if you pop out the headphones then it'll cut out you know how it works it'll stop playing if you pop it back on music starts playing automatically without issue this is basically something Australia of the airpods and then it has precise voice pickup technology so this controls five of the microphones and headphones optimally and it performs advanced sound audio signal processing to pick up voices clearly and precisely for hand-free calls and speak to chat which is essentially um, uh, so it basically has some lots of processing uh, to help you uh, to help the microphones know when to cut out the music or to lower it kind of smart basically it's doing a lot of processing in the back uh, a lot of Sony innovation right here uh, it has fast pair if you have Android phones, so you can essentially, uh, so you can locate, if you lose your headphones, you can know where to find them. And uh, uh, this is interesting to point out, uh, the WH-1000X Mark IVs, you can pair them with two Bluetooth devices at the same time, so your phone and another device. And then when you, when a call comes in, uh, it, it's smart, essentially, connect straight to your phone in real time in get you to the call and you can accept your call right away it's pretty awesome if you've connected your headphones to a lot of devices and you're able to quickly and smoothly switch your headphones to either to either of the two single two devices at the same at a single tap pretty pretty dope uh it can already like sony gear it can do bluetooth and nfc out of the gate all right this is the interesting thing it has a battery life with noise cancelling on of 30 hours now i thought it was a little more but I did some googling. I, I have another article here. It's uh, from Pocket from a UK blog, Pocket Link. Again, shout out to my UK audience. Um, and it said, and uh, it has the same battery life as the previous uh, WH1000X headphones. Uh, with but interesting thing, with ten hours of charging. Uh, sorry, ten. Sorry, <laughs> ten minutes of charging will get you five hours of playback, uh, which is pretty quick. Quick charging, pretty much. Um, and um, the WH-1000X Mark IVs will be available in the United Kingdom in Britain for roughly 350 pounds, 350 quid. Uh, let me see what how much would these be in the US. Uh, oh, oh, okay, I know that Mark IVs are in sale already. Uh, let's see, how much would these cost? Um, come on, come on. 350 bucks uh, they're gonna be coming out of 350 dollars uh, honestly I mean the mark fours are a bit smarter I mean they have a few bit few more tad bit features to make it already has noise cancelling which is a killer feature rich sound 
uh, you hear a lot really now it's adding a lot more features 360 sort of uh, vi virtual 360 sound uh, more accurate sound or uh, more accurate I mean I'm not going to be audiophile really but more accurate uh, sound stage really uh, with LA AI hi-fi sound certified hi-fi uh, faster Bluetooth performance two devices at once uh, also you get able to start saying something like uh, hey how much is that and it'll basically cut the music or uh, you can put and already the same famous feature of putting your uh, putting your hand over the right hand cup and cutting out the noise which is kind of cool and then obviously has the wearing detection which is really really cool much smarter uh, act ANC headphones pretty much this is why I can call them active noise cancelling headphones um, in terms of the Mark 3s, everyone's curious. I mean, uh, there's the Mark 3s on sale for 250 bucks, and then uh, $100 more you get the new, newer uh, Mark 4s. Uh, what one should I get? Uh, now, the Mark, according to Pocket Lint, uh, the late newer Mark 4 is a tad bit lighter. Uh, it has the same battery life as the Mark 3s. Uh, no surprises with there with a lot of the new features. It would probably have uh, a probably same similar battery life. Just to give you a context, uh, both models, the newer one and the previous model, you get 30 hours of playback, of wireless playback uh, on noise cancelling, 38 hours without noise cancelling, and uh, with the new one, with the newer uh, Mark IVs, you get a full charge in 3 hours, while well, this is also on the Mark III, sadly, and uh, you get 5 hours of playback in 10 minutes of charging, which is really cool, so quick tap up. Five hours of playback which is kind of awesome. So if you forget to charge it again for Bluetooth playback, you can do it in ten minutes, and off they go. Um, and now, the, now both uh, headphones have the same 34, 40 millimeter drivers, uh, except that the Mark IVs have a DSZ Extreme and a QN1 processor. So codecs have changed, so you don't have Aptex and Aptex HD. Qualcomm probably has its royalties here. Uh, and then the Mark IVs have a few more smart features. Uh, honestly, I mean, if you just want noise, okay. Uh, and then just if your phone does it, uh, the Mark IVs can do Bluetooth 5.0 versus Bluetooth 4.2, really. Uh, all in all, I mean, if you want noise canceling and still and good sound, the Mark III's would be would do it. You won't be able to tell the difference. Uh, Whereas the Mark IV is newer, it has a few more useful features, like little tidbits, sort of. Fast charging, fast charging is kind of important. I'd recommend the Mark IV if you want to pay uh, 350 pounds or 350 bucks. Honestly, you could get the uh, X, uh, the Thousand X Mark Threes. They're good value at 250 bucks, and then they're on sale for 250 dollars. They're a good deal. They're all usually on 250 to 300 dollars. So, highly recommend the Mark Threes. Uh, but speak to chat, um, the proximity sensor, I mean, you can get the Mark IV. It has a proper support for that. And obviously, if you're, if you're connected to your phone, you could do Google Assistant and Alexa right out of the gate. Uh, I mean, the Mark IV is a good, uh, with a few more tidbits. Honestly, I I'd recommend you get the Mark III. Uh, I mean, if you want to save money, the Mark III is a good idea. Uh, the Mark IV is kind of cool for those little tidbits, like, you know, cool party tricks. I mean, these are solid voice cancelling headphones. Probably better than the Bose. I, if I actually think of noise can act ANC, uh, noise cancelling headphones, I'll probably get the Sony's because they're really solid at what they do. So um, that was the podcast. That's all we have time for. 
thank you for listening. Until Monday, this is your boy Mamun. Uh, stay safe. Uh, have a good time. Bye. Ciao. Subscribe to the podcast. All right. Ciao. Thanks for listening. See you later.